You're listening to Sideshow Network. What's going on, everybody? It's your friend, your hombre, Malik Forte, here with Michelle Morrow, and this is the Status Effect Podcast. This is episode 35. 35. Yeah. yeah what's up? What's up, uh, everybody? Thank you to all of our subscribers out there and everyone who has rated and left comments. We really appreciate it. Um, and also followed our new Twitter account at Status Effect Pod. Yeah. So Shameless technical appreciate jargon. Appreciate all that yeah. stuff. But yeah, this is, this is crazy. You know, this is the week after, uh, and we're recording this a little in the future. Uh, but right now, we're in the past, or, I'm sorry, we're recording in the past. We're in the past. Who knows? The past, past, the future, all at once. Oh yeah. No. Yes, but like, no, it would be the past. So we're recording this. We're a recording little this ahead. In the past. A little right. ahead. Yeah. So right now, uh, it's before BlizzCon, but when this airs, it'll be after BlizzCon. Right. So we're probably very tired right now. We're probably exhausted. Exhausted. But, but most importantly, uh, it's the day after the election. Yeah. We have elected a new president. Please, Lord and Savior, please. Lord Trump. Please, please no, don't, no, no, don't no, kick no, me no, out of the country, no. Lord Trump. Please it didn't go don't. that way. No, it didn't happen that way. This is an alternate future, Malik. That's a different future timeline. The future timeline we're going with is... Hillary Clinton, and it's okay, and we're not, we're not, our country's not on fire, at least. Yo, can we edit this podcast so I'm not, like, quoted saying Lord Trump? Like, just edit this. <laughs> okay, maybe you not. Know, maybe you know. not. Maybe not. That's cool. God, that's going to be nuts, though. I'm, I'm excited to see, for me, as a woman, I'm really excited to see the shift of, of, of how I will start to be treated differently. That's what I'm hoping will happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, hopefully, it gets better. Yeah. You know, because it seems like it's been really hostile over the last two months. And I mean, this has been a hostile election for for all the other stern differences between like past campaigns. More than anything, the most noticeable thing, I think, t- for me at least, is this has been like a very hostile yeah. election. Like Everybody's been at each other's throats this time. Absolutely. It's uh, it's been definitely but you you voted uh your ohio voter still right yeah i voted so yeah i'm done i've already voted uh the absentee is gone did it sent in so i'm ready i'm locked in i'm glad you're uh, still an ohio voter yeah yeah i I held out on getting a california license just for this specifically i wanted to vote you know one last time in ohio and now i'll make the switch become an official resident it's very sad but all right well we the the election has happened um and we also have a new guest that's sitting here and we we would like to introduce him so he can put his thoughts in too a stand-up comedian ahmed baruka he's in the new show on adult swim dream corp llc wait is it baruka or barucha Barucha. You got the cha, the cha. Yeah, I like Ahmed Barucha. Yeah. I mean, you have even like a comedy special sort of yeah. making fun of like a yeah. mispronunciation. Uh, Almond Baduti. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, yes, that's, <laughs> yes. That's great. Yes. That's I get it because awesome. I have an Arabic name too. So like, yeah. so like people, people always screw it up. Yeah, exactly. I know like it. not sure quite where to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, thanks so much for coming on the show. Like, you know, this is, yeah. So like, so what's up, man? You just had a uh, dream Corp LLC just like premiered this week for you or it would be like two weeks in the past now, but like yeah, right now it just aired. Damn it. <laughs> you taking away our television. How dare you? <laughs> People probably let me hear this podcast. I know, right? Yeah, this is, it's, it's never going to get heard. We we are like the worst host for this. Yeah, pro- yeah, ever. At least in the Trump eye line. Yeah, know? exactly. They're like, what? We don't care though. They must record that in the inner city. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, have to, yeah, right? yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So like, how did it, so how, what was the reception and how did you feel about it after it aired? Cause it's, yeah. Cause it's for people that don't know, it's an action, um, uh, animation. It's both. And it uses. Yeah. So it's like most of it's live action, but then it takes like, there's a dream therapy place. And when they go in your dream, it's rotoscope. Yeah. Is, like, where they actually film you and then they'll take you. And they you put like animation over it. Yeah. So it's like really trippy. It kind of, it still looks like you, but they can like make something happen to your face or. Yeah. Bird yeah. That's sick. And how was the reception? How'd you feel about it? Yeah, it was really good. I watched it in a bar with uh, some of the other people in the show, and some, some people in the bar were like, oh, what is this? This is cool. Yeah, and shout out to your director and the creator, uh, Danny Stassen. He's an old friend of mine, so that's that's wild. He is. Like, this is not surprising to me at all that he has this. This is a really great concept. What's your character all about? I'm uh, I'm like a nurse that puts people under, but I'm also taking all the drugs that I... Nice. Uh, of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> He's on propofol, like what? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was, like, put some IV in someone's arm and like put it in my arm. <laughs> <laughs> nice i like it so, right. then, so then do you like drift off into like dreams and it kind of like goes I, I, in in this season i don't get to be in the dream oh okay okay in the second season i think i'm going in uh, ah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like yeah. you want to yeah i want to yeah. be like the, the face painted and... do, do I, crazy i just love how adults when they always have like these very progressive like new abstract shows like yeah. they really let the creators free to just yeah do what they want to do yeah yeah, I mean that's why I like the content on there second to none, you know. Yeah, like they've been having a lot of popular shows, like a lot of hits. Yeah, well, congrats yeah. on that for sure. Yeah. So, where are you from originally? Where, like, where'd you grow up? Uh, born in California in Santa Barbara, and then when I was sixteen, I moved to Rhode Island. So wow. Oh, okay. Why, why Rhode Island? That's where my mom's from. Oh, okay. Parents getting old, so she wanted to be with them uh, at the end of life. Oh. So then, did you stay out there for college? Yeah, I stayed out there for ten years. Okay. How close were you to Cohog? How close were you to Quahog? Is that a real place? No, it's not real. Oh my god, this is not real. <laughs> that was real close. Damn it! How's that not real? <laughs> of course, of course, Family Guy would make a fake city. <laughs> At least like Springfield's Springfield's real, isn't it? I think isn't so. It? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, they, for the longest time they wouldn't acknowledge which Springfield. It was. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's the one in Oregon. Oh, okay. Was it? Did they end up saying that? Yeah. They never actually said it, but. We think that's the lore. There's a place in Oregon we go, and all the streets are like Flanders Street. Yeah. Yeah. Street. Oh, all the characters. Gotcha. That's sick. (laughs) See, the streets came first. You said you started doing stand up back east? Yeah, in Rhode Island. I started in a comedy club, Stitches Comedy Cafe, which is in Providence, which closed like the week after I started. (laughs) Oh my God. They're like, no, no one can come better than him afterwards, right? Like, you were the best show. Yeah, yeah they the had pinnacle. to shut it down. Like, What's the point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you started doing it out there. And, like, you know, the, our, our, our podcast is about gaming and stuff. So what's your, what's your history with gaming? Did you start, did you play games as a kid? What was your deal? Yeah, I played, I, did, I think the first gaming system was Nintendo. My dad brought it home. And we had, like, Tetris and Zelda. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I hope you play a lot of Tetris because we have like a very important like we Tetris do. question coming <laughs> later. But really? yeah, just FYI, I it's all good. Like a different kind of Tetris on my phone still. Oh really? Like it's not moving. Like you just place them. You just place them. So it's, it's like a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. Oh okay. It's just not like the. Come- not the coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sliding down. More like do you have like a time it's limit? Like, I think it's just high score type thing. Okay. I actually played it when I was on Dreamcore. <laughs> <laughs> what about in the dream world though yeah, yeah so you don't know you don't know there yet 
Um, that's cool. So you played like you were a Nintendo guy. Yeah. So that's like the games that really stuck with you. Yeah, then I had Sega for a while. Yes. I played Xbox and PlayStation too. I just never owned. No. Well, like, so out of curiosity, I mean, I know that you are, you're extremely busy because the life of a standup is always extremely busy and you travel and everything. Um, is it just because of time that you hadn't bought a system? Yeah, I think, well, I think it was in college where I really would start like missing classes and stuff. <laughs> and just, I think there was one time I was playing like some Star Wars game where it's just so involved. That's probably Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I just got like so far into it. Playing for like hours and, hours. <laughs> and I was like, what, what's happening? What am I doing? Because <laughs> I, like, I was mad. I think I was mad at where my character was. Yeah. I spent like just four days. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like mad that I like worked on this one skill that I don't need anymore. So right, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and then. I want to respect my character. Right around then when I kind of started like, started to focus a little bit more on comedy. And yeah. And go out more. Because I, I get really into it. Like, yeah. Like, there was one time I was playing one of the Metal Gear Solids, and there's a part in it that says like, hey, "You've been playing too long," and I actually believed it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I turned it off. And I like played it again the next day, and it was like, "You're playing too long." And I was like, "Oh." This is Troll. I love your like duty though to be like a good guy, and you're like, you know, oh, was I? I'm sorry. Yeah, like, something's happening like the chip in his head, and it's like he's in some building. With it, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. The game messes with Psycho Menace. He like freaking screws with your head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, well, okay, I won't Maybe play. you're just an upstanding gentleman who just follows directions and stuff. Yeah. You know, you know, you make a good Uber driver because Uber gives you like a notification. <laughs> It gives you a notification. It tells you, like, stop driving. You've been driving too long. You'd be the guy who stops. Yeah. Whereas, you know, there's a guy who keeps driving and almost crash That's when right. I'm in the back seat. That's right. Malik just had that happen. Really? Yeah, this Uber driver just fell asleep on luck. him. I had bad luck with Uber drivers. Yeah. <laughs> or was it? Uh, it was, no, I was in the middle of the day. It was like 3 o'clock. On the 405. Yeah, it was crazy, dude. It was the craziest, most bizarre thing that's ever happened. You notice he was asleep? Uh, I was looking down at my phone, checking email, and I heard him snoring. So then I looked up. But like straight up though, in the beginning, he asked if you wanted to stop for coffee. Yeah, he was like, he was like, he asked if I wanted to stop for coffee. I was like, no, I'm running a little behind. I'm good on that. I actually have water here. I don't really drink coffee. Let's go, you know. Yeah, yeah I am. <laughs> I have many Uber stories. We'll save those for another day. Yes, that'll be a whole one of our main topics. Yeah. But yeah, so you started like traveling and doing and doing um, stand up. Like, what did you find was the thing to talk about during stand up? Like, how did you? I see. I've done theater forever my my whole life but stand-up in particular just seems like the most terrifying of all of them because you're just kind of left alone it's very expressive it requires you like revealing a lot about you yeah, yeah. it does yeah. It's, it's, it, we can go anywhere so that's kind of hard to like decide what you want like a lot of times i talk about my family and, like talk about stupid stuff like animals or food or and then i'll talk about religion or politics mm-hmm yeah. Yeah. And then you have to kind of manage it because you don't want to be mean about these situations or dismissive or you don't want to be like too like crude. But at the same time, you have those things that are like probably really funny and really honest going through your head the entire time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like managing those. Yeah. I would imagine. I'm not a comedian. I, so You're right. I think it also depends on what kind of comic you are. Like, I think personality wise, I'm just kind of like a friendly guy. So it is harder for me to talk about like dark things on stage. Yeah. It doesn't come out right. People don't expect it. Mm hmm. 
the audience almost kind of guides you into a place. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of judge you and be like, this is what I want from you. And that's the stuff that works. So then you keep telling it. I was when I was we were stalking you, of course, before you came on the show. And and uh, one of your followers, one of your fans had said, uh, well, they had tweeted out saying, I'm now a fan of of you, of Ahmed, because of a joke that you told about gay marriage. Oh, yeah. And they loved it Wait, so much. It was basically how like um, uh, like people who don't know gay people, they get to like vote on if they get married or not. Right. It's crazy to me. It's like if you went to a restaurant and you're like, a waiter, all the cake. And the guy at the table next to you is like, oh, waiter, cancel that cake. Right, right, exactly. Uh, I was gonna have a cake, and he's like, uh, "I don't want cake." Right. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna have a cake over here by myself. He's like, "God hates cake." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my cake. Like, yeah. <laughs> you have cake. <laughs> you can apply that to a lot of situations too, yeah. which yeah. is nice. Yeah. yeah. But that's usually how I like to tackle like a topic like gay marriage or something where it's like kind of lighthearted. Like I just talk about cake instead of that. Right. But then maybe the people that don't agree don't feel like I'm like berating them. Yeah, you're right. not being threatening. Oh, okay, I, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. People still get mad at that. Right, they're probably like, but what if the cake is a lie? Yeah. <laughs> so, there's a clip on YouTube of me telling that joke and there's so many like comments and everyone's like, that is not the same. Like, cake is not disgusting. Like, <laughs> like cake is not yeah. disgusting. Oh no, I have some cakes. <laughs> Where, like cake doesn't hurt other people. Like, doesn't, like, yeah, what are you talking? About? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yes, uh, the internet um, will say say internet things as they have done all week with this election. Oh my goodness, yeah. So when do you feel like you hit you hit your groove, or do you feel like you've hidden that stride yet I with com- it comedy? Something goes, but I feel like maybe like three or four years in, when you really start feeling like, okay, like I can do like I can do the job. Mm-hmm. Right. But early on, like you just want to get on shows, right? Or you want to like do like get a half hour or an hour and like actually get paid. For Absolutely. Have yeah. Different- have a consistent income. Yeah. You know, if you're doing a little bit of time. You go like in LA or something. You're performing for people that are like you, and that's easier. But then if you want to try to do it as a job, right? You go out in the middle of nowhere to people that don't like what. Right. I actually haven't really ever thought about the pressure of that before with traveling with your show and evolving as a comic. You would that's yeah, you would really run into that. So, like, how did you approach it for the the comedy special that you did? Well, I kind of um, I kind of like do my set list in this way where in the beginning it's kind of like an easy like, look, everybody, these are all jokes that all laugh at. And then I kind of slowly try to get them towards maybe what I like. Right. I start with like jokes about Sure. There's no political stance. I mean, I mean I yeah. I talk about how we eat veal and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's like, yeah, animals. We all get animals. And then kind of get a little bit more into my background. And then I talk a little bit more about politics. So you kind of, I think it's like, you can do all the jokes you want to do to people that don't agree with you. You just have to realize, like, they just may. Right. Like some comics will come out and just do a dick joke right away, which is fine for them. But for me, I try to treat it as like, oh, I'm meeting these people. I'm in their house or something. Like that. Right. I'm not going to open with a dick joke. I might get comfortable. Yeah, right. I mean, because, like, I don't know, for me personally, if I go to a comedy show, I don't want to think about the comedian's dick right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like, don't spring that on me, like, right off top, you know, like, easily great, you know, grace me into that, though. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think that I feel that. you kind of do anything you want, but you just got to think about who you're talking to. 
Now, when you write your act, do you have uh, do you have people saying, "Oh, I don't know about this one"? I mean, is there anybody like breathing down your neck on that because you're like, "Look, this is a special. This isn't just like a stand up act." Yeah, actually, I think for my special for the half hour for Comedy Central, they were they didn't really stop me from anything. That's cool. They might have, yeah, even swear words. They will bleep that out if you say it, but. Oh, that's awesome. But I, again, I don't have anything that's like too aggressive or offensive. Mm-hmm. Maybe I talk about, make jokes about religion, but it's usually, again, pretty tame. I'm not like, you idiots, why do you believe in this? I'm just like, hey, this is kind of silly. Yeah. Okay, that's like the way these days to do that. You're supposed to call people out. Yeah. Why are you doing these things? It's true. I feel like so much comedy these days too. Are, it's 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 very um, and not that I'm against it because I like a lot of it, um, yeah. especially with women and female comics it seems very uh, like brash and aggressive yeah, sexually which I'm okay with and that's all jokes that I tell myself I'm crass yeah. as fuck yeah. but um but yeah I just kind of notice like there's there's a trend of that and you're not you don't seem that way at all I think you kind of have to pick what you what you what's right for you and right funny, as kind of mostly a clean comedian people might assume that I don't like dirty jokes or I don't like mean but I like it all it's just kind of this is what fits for yeah, it's like it's it's just like your style that, yeah, exactly. and it, and it's cool because it's like not even necessarily that you're censoring yourself or yeah. it's not it's in, it's none of that. It's just you being you, and yeah. you're just like chill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I wish more more people would take that approach to how they go about doing their things with everything, not yeah. just com- comedy <laughs> like music. Be yourself. Yeah. Jeez, let it, out, let it come out the way. Yeah, it, that it should. Yeah. So I mean, you're doing like stand up still. I mean, you do still do it, and you and you have Dream Corp LLC. Um, what else are you working on right now? Um, that's like mainly the thing. Just going on the road a bunch of stand up. Stand up's kind of like my main. So you're gonna start playing games with us or what? Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, have you tried VR yet? Have you done any VR gaming? I actually did VR stand up, which was terrifying. <gasps> you did. You Somebody what? else is. This is the second person VR who's come here and said done VR stand up. Yep. I was about to do it. I was like at a festival, and my friend like told me to do it without telling me. He's like, "Hey, go over there and sign up for that virtual reality thing." I was like, "Oh, okay." And I like signed up, and they put the thing on me. They're like, "All right, so you're just gonna go do a set." There's people sitting in their houses watching you. You're a robot. <laughs> you were whoa. Yeah, p- people were watching from their houses, yeah. probably naked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting to think that, like, to think about the performer doing it because I've always thought about it in the terms of audience members. What a great way to sell tickets, right? Like, if you can't book a venue and whatever, like, you you imagine that new stand-up comics could find that as a way to get out there more right yeah. so yeah but i've never thought about it from like the comic themselves like it's always been the spectating so live and you feel the audience yeah it's hard to do i couldn't just tell my jokes like if i was to record an album i couldn't just go into a sound studio and tell my jokes on the microphone no it would be missing this like, the vibe, vibe. So mm-hmm. that's kind of right now missing in the virtuality like when you look out and you tell a joke like people might have like a heart above their head yeah. Thumbs down. <laughs> yeah. And they could actually, they were coming on stage sometimes. Like, yeah, what's happening? <laughs> like, just people here, don't know. No I, w- I would love for their, t- they can enhance that entire experience and let people like customize their appearance because like it, it'd be weird to just like be a comedian and like wanting to make fun of the audience and like their the little avatars like, look at that robot. You yeah. look exactly the same as the one next to you and the other one. Yeah. It'd be cool though if people could actually like, you know, stylize their yeah. character because then you could really go in. That'd be fun. Yeah. Don't take that idea, Valve, or whoever's out there. Somebody listening. already just wrote it down. I know, man. <laughs> We're doing it. We're giving away so much shit on this podcast. I know. I know. Pisses me off. Really good. Taking over, right? 
It is. Virtual reality is, it is in a lot of in different sense, ways. In a sense. I feel like VR experiences are ultimately what, what will thrive from mm -hmm. that whole thing and, and pornography in VR mm -hmm. is going to drive oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, because that, yeah. that Naughty America booth at E3. This thing was, the, yeah, oh, yeah. Like everybody at E3, which is the big gaming convention, you know, downtown. I don't know if you've been to it or not, but it's huge. Yes. Yes. Nice. The, nice. Um, but yeah, like the, there was a porn VR experience and the line was super long and everybody was waiting to get in. Yeah. Um, mostly dudes just like ready to go. Like that's they were ready. A, that's the thing. Well, they, they, I didn't go in, so I don't know. They actually don't go in anywhere. It's out in the open. Everyone's watching you do it. Yeah, and you sit down, they put the headset on you, and you're like laying back in this chair, and the chair reclines, and that's it. I don't know what actually happens in the headset. I heard a couple of I've people had a friend talk. tell me. What? What is it? Well, he told me that, so like when the girl like gets over you, like, because, and, and I asked him like, well, is there a, is there a man in the demo or is it just, and he said, well, in this demo, you can only pick a female. Of course you could. So he said the girl gets over you and stuff, but the, but the collision isn't right. So in like the gaming collision, so it looks like her hips would be like going, like thrusting all the way through your body. Oh, damn. <laughs> Do you have a body in it? Do you look down and see a body? You're, you look down and see a body. You're supposed to see your so body. So you have a massive D I just guess. automatically. I didn't ask that question. I should have asked him. Yeah. Like, how big was your D in that? Like, did yeah. they just like enhance it? Can you choose? Can you, yeah, you should be able, like you should Rust. Be able you should be able to choose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you should be able to choose yeah. that. But that's crazy. Like her, she was going through him. And that's stuff. what he said. He said she was going she through. Fucked until he died. Yeah, fucking right up. through him. <laughs> like, yeah, really yeah. But so that's going to be like uh, the experiencing is going to be a huge part of it. But yeah. spectating um, in sports, we could see that being a giant, right? Because they're already doing it in esports. So for like video game tournaments, really big ones, like uh, League of or Dota, Dota 2. They just had this huge tournament in Seattle. Um, they're big finals uh, and it was like 20 million dollars was the prize pool and so they had vr spectating available for the htc vive yeah. so if you put that on you and five other friends could all spectate together too it's like so you're all hanging out at, at the home you know and you can be it's as if you're in the bushes and everything with the players and like they're they're up on each other like with a sword and everything and shields and spells and like you can see all of that the, 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 do any of these things yeah. sound like something you can find yourself playing with because me personally it sounds cool. It all sounds cool in theory, and it sounds like stuff that I'd like tr to try once. But it's nothing I can imagine myself like coming back to over and over again. Yeah, home. I do like a good old fashioned just video game. Yeah, good old hand eye coordination. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Display in front of me. Well, we got the the Nintendo Classic coming up, and that's like the like the NES is yeah. being re released. Oh, that's and there'll awesome. be like thirty preloaded of like the best NES games. I on will it. buy that. That's like November eleventh. November eleventh. Yeah. That's right so that's the like this. The podcast this week right now, it's like available in a couple days. I really want to oh, wow. play the old Zelda. I haven't played that in a really long time. Isn't oh, it yeah. the best? Yeah. Yeah. Where you like burn a bush and the guy's mad at you. Like, that's my door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's a new Zelda coming out too. Because um, you're a big Zelda fan, Yeah. Right? That's like the one game that I still have to play when I see it come out. Like if it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I haven't been one in a while, right? I mean, there's the ones on like the, the 3DS. handheld, but. They're not kind of the same to me as like the the actual ones in the yeah. series, yeah. 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 And not many people bought the Wii U anyway, so yeah. That's true. Although didn't 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 those games come out on both the Wii U and the Wii? Because I mean, pro maybe Nintendo does that. They, they do that do. thing where they they release their games on like both platforms. Which the, I appreciate the about them. The yeah. 
which is yeah. cool. Yeah, so that new Zelda game is going to be on the Wii U for Ooh, those who don't necessarily want to jump on that Nintendo Switch yeah. bandwagon yeah. right off the bat. Yeah, you know, there's a can... new Nintendo console. I mean, Nintendo's going crazy. There's be some nostalgia That's stuff cool. coming up for sure, I think, that you'd like. But one of the things that you've said a couple times, and I really want to ask right oh. now, is you said you were an Uber driver? Oh, yeah, yeah. So wait, I haven't driven yeah. in a while. I haven't driven in like I thought you were year. joking at first. Yeah, but I made like, that joke earlier, yeah. not knowing for no, sure. Was, yeah. So, But he said it like twice, and I was like, we, we got an Uber driver here. We need, we have questions. Like, yeah, I haven't driven. So many since, Uber questions. I've been driven in about a year, but it was for two or three years, kind of the way I was balancing doing like comedy. Yeah. And in between jobs, I just drive. What a great side yeah, job. My God. A great side way job. better than bartending or working at a bar. The only problem is I would never have very much money because I was, you're your boss. Mm-hmm. So I would just not do it. <laughs> like, right. I would wake up and be like, oh, I should drive at 10. And then it would be like 1230. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not going to go in. Right. <laughs> it's so easy to just not do it. Right, yeah. But that's kind of nice, though, because you could just turn it on anytime yeah. you want. Yeah. What was the craziest passenger you ever had? Ooh. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. I had one lady that like made me like zip her up. Zip her up. Wait, like, what? Like, she came out, and she's like, can you zip me up? Like her, like the back like of her, her dress, dress or something? Yeah. But, oh, like, okay. it got stuck. Oh, yeah. no. It was not going to fit. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, it's, it's not. She's like, just pull it. Just pull it. Just oh, pull my it. God. So then I, like, <laughs> pulled it really hard, and it, like, Pop. the zipper, like, <gasps> like, it, like, when it comes undone. Yeah. So then it's almost like, you've ruined the zipper. <laughs> and she's like, what'd you do? And I was she like, get mad? Yeah. I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I was like, you told me to pull yes. And then she, like, flipped it around. And, like, it was kind of weird because I was still trying to help her. <laughs> And when she flipped it around, like she, like the dress was like right up against her like belly, and so now I'm like kind of like touching her belly. Oh, it no. was like weird. Yeah. Oh, no. wow. oh my god! <laughs> that is so <laughs> Who awkward. Who would do that? Who asks that? That's mad awkward. You know? That's like, really weird. She was just she had to fit in that dress. Yeah. She just had to. Yeah. Somebody inside already told her it ain't fitting. She's yeah. like, yeah, hell, like hell, well, well Uber you just wait. Make it fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I called that Uber. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, so that's that's pretty a wild one. One time, the worst ride I had was just this lady that yelled at me right in the beginning, and then we had like an hour of like just uncomfortable silence. Why did she yell at you? Like I was on the four hundred five, and my GPS told me to take the one hundred five. Right, just. It's usually more clear. Yeah. And that one exit, though, the exit was a little backed up. So she was like, why are you taking this? Why would you do this? And I'm oh like, I'm God. sorry. Just the GPS told me that she's like, why would you do dude? Why are you doing that? And I was like, I, I don't know. You didn't say. I was just following with the computer. And she just kind of kept yelling. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was kind of like just trying to be like, yeah, not sure. fight back. I was like, I'm, OK, I'm sorry. And then the 105 was super clear. And it was perfect. Clearly the right choice. Right. So then she was like quiet and then try to kind of make up for him go don't take this go there and then the one she wanted me to go backed up again Uh, so i was like right twice and i was just like for the next hour i was just like oh no (laughs) it was such a long ride of it was so weird people would just like shout at you yeah i can understand be like oh come on man don't do that but just to shout at a stranger. Yeah, sometimes Uber drivers, they get stuck in that horrible role of being the pinata to someone's bad day. Yeah, and, uh, for sure. People just like swing at them. Man, <laughs> I can't even imagine taking it out on an Uber driver ever. I always Me feel yeah. so, I mean. I've been in a pool though and witnessed it. 
Really? Like, yeah. I, I, you know, I just pools got are weird. Pools are I've weird. I've never done a pool. It's you a should try it once. Hell it's no. Interesting. I don't a pool. No. It's like the worst yeah, I guess it is weird for, for <laughs> it would be weird for a girl. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. There's I don't something know. about it where it's like one, two strangers in a car is fine. They can maybe small talk or be quiet, but three, it's like... It's never the right balance. And then even four sometimes. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, it like is that packed? Yeah. You I've been in the Uber in? pool with two other passengers, and I'm a passenger. And, and they actually don't know had, each other? And they don't know, no one knows anyone. Wow. And actually <laughs> had like a really interesting conversation once with like four people, but most of the time it's like- Yeah, awkward. sometimes it's cool if people are willing to like yeah. be cool. But S- Sometimes I'll be sitting there, and then like a guy will start hitting on a girl like- Hey oh girl, my God. and then I'll just be no, like, and then he'll like, like drop the most awkward pickup line. Oh, you and I'm serious? just like, God, can I get out the car? Like, can I cancel this Uber? Can I get out? Can I get out? Oh gonna... You know, I always feel afraid in an Uber to voice any opinion. Yeah, um, yeah, I do. Like, it's it's a thing where it's like I feel like I'm in somebody else's car. Yeah. I don't know if they have like a gun, or I don't know. I don't know what they have or what they don't have. I don't know. Yeah. where they're from, like you know, like what their upbringing was like i don't know if they've got anger issues i don't yeah. know if they're gonna be like i'm i'm small mm-hmm. so there's part of it where there was one time i had a guy um he was like blasting edm at 10 a.m <laughs> i was like just had been to the doctor i'm like i am i can't do this but i didn't know what to do and i've never asked an uber driver anything like at all so i was like excuse me sir do you mind if you just turn it down just a little bit he stops and he goes, turns, looks at me in the eyeballs, not like through the, the rear view mirror, yeah. turns around, looks at me, and then slowly turns it down, not looking at the knob, just looking at my eyeballs and turns it down. Wow. And I said, I'm sorry, it's just for a moment. Um, you can turn it back up in a second because I was terrified. And then I didn't know if I could get out of the car because like the only place I could really get out of the car, was like a freeway kind of thing. Yeah. Um, like from like Beverly Hills to West Hollywood, that little area that yeah. kind of just goes for a bit. So he just wouldn't. Yeah. So I like, I got out of my car when we parked, he got out, uh, turned up the music really loud, parked his car cracked open a monster energy drink and started smoking a cigarette and i was like i have video of it because i was like trying to get him because i'm like ah just in case he murders me i'm gonna know like it was this guy was creepy i mean uber refunded me but like i'm always afraid to say anything i'm shocked that people lose their shit in cars like i'm usually just really quiet i'm like i'm sorry i'll buckle my seatbelt i promise for the most part i always had a great time doing it because you meet people and you kind of have like a quick interesting conversation with them or you both are just silent which is kind of cool too yeah yeah like at first when i first started driving i'd always try to talk because i thought that was like part of it (laughs) then you realize some people were just like yeah tired and i would love those people they would just get in and be like hey hey and then just drive right (laughs) nice right <laughs> like, you want me to change uh, anything on the radio no i'm good yeah i love that whatever Ooh. you want or my cool, favorite yeah. thing was when like more than one person would get in and then you just get to like listen to their conversation right like, a quick little like, on the wall yeah, yeah. just like oh must actually be good for comedy too yeah you might yeah. find some fun stories <laughs> yeah. in there one time I, I picked up people that seemed like they were on their first date and she was mad at him because he did coke Nice. With his buddies, and and then she was like, "I can't believe you did coke on our first date." <gasps> and he kept going, 
I was joking around. <laughs> <laughs> bro. He's like, wait, what's the what joke? What a bro. He's like, I was just joking around. It was locker room talk, man. Yeah. I was joking around. <laughs> Joking. But he wasn't saying he didn't do the coke. He was just no. saying like doing coke was joking around. Yeah, I know. No. Just joking. I was just joking. You ever been to the locker room? That's what we do there. Yeah. We do coke. Yeah, I've seen some um, some Uber drivers that have cameras up even where I'm like, oh shit, they're yeah. recording all of this. Well, because the one, kind of smart. The one dude who was like yeah, driving. Yeah, there's part of it where I'm like, all right. Then another part I'm like, oh. Did you hear about the dude who was driving the Taco Bell CEO around? Like, uh-huh. or he was driving the like one of the high ranking guys at Taco Bell around. And uh, the guy gets in the Uber, was super drunk, super belligerent, got mad because he made a wrong turn. And they started arguing, yelling at each other. And then the Taco Bell executive like swung on him, started hitting him in the <gasps> face. Whoa. Yeah. Like from the back seat, hitting him in the face, calling Holy him all kinds of racist names. Geez. And then gets out the car. And uh, he had it all on video. <gasps> so nice. that dude got in a lot of trouble, lost his job. That's Holy good. shit. Straight up lost his job. So. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, he was the inventor of the Whopperito. <laughs> <laughs> the Whopperito. Wait, no, that's from the first yes. time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Yes. Oh my That's God. Crazy. It definitely has to be on the menu. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I got Uber stories for days to myself, though. Uh, yeah. That could yeah. rival that. Yeah. <laughs> that I could know. definitely rival that in some ways. He's, he's got crazy. I've ones. been in like two Uber accidents. But that's crazy. I didn't. Yeah. I, I, I would have never guessed that you drove. Yeah. Never guessed yeah. That. Well, I haven't driven yeah. in a while, but yeah. 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 It was fun. It's, it's an experience. Uh, a lot of my friends actually have done it at least once. Like, yeah. Try driving. <laughs> I would do it. Just yeah. find some spare time to go driving. Why just not? Why, just yeah. for the experience. Like, why not? This yeah. is funny. For the most part, it's good. Yeah. Every once in a while, I get a weirdo, but. Yeah. I feel like the Uber X, though, they've like lowered their standards on yeah. who can drive. That's true. I do. Yeah. I do find my passenger experience is getting like less and less enjoyable. Actually, right? last week I was going to the airport. The guy came in. I was late. And then he, he's like, he before he started the ride, he goes, where are you going? And I was like, LAX. He's like, I'm not going to LAX. <laughs> He just made me get out of the car. I was like, what? <laughs> what? I was like, I'm late. He's like, sorry, sorry, I don't feel like going all the way to LA. And so I just like got out and I was like, this is not fair, man. <laughs> I was like, that was my one thing. Like, it's not fair. And then I got out. <laughs> yeah, because like, what do you do? Yeah. yeah. You know, You're like, it's extra your late. car. <laughs> like, I got to yeah. wait 10 more minutes for the next Uber driver. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's a shame. <laughs> it was so awkward. All right. Well, we are coming toward the end, and what we like to do at the end of this podcast is called uh, it's called slow fire. So, are you ready yeah. for the slow fire? Slow fire. Yeah. Slow fire. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. All right. So, your worst enemy, my worst enemy. Yeah, take him. We're gonna put him in a room, and he's gonna be locked there for eternity with one oh. video game. Oh. What video game will you give him to play, or her, or it? Hmm. Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> That's such a good game, though. It is a good game. He's like, just want, that one area. But, you You're know, too nice. Yeah, You're too nice. <laughs> you know, I gotta give him something. He's locked in a room. But it's That's your worst so enemy. Nice. <laughs> All right, worst enemy. Compassion for even I'll that worst give enemy. Him, I'll give him something worse. I'll give him, oh my God, there's this game that two of my friends play that drive me insane. What is called it? like Goat Simulator? Yes, there it is, Goat Simulator. Yeah. Oh, I, I can stand that. Yeah, I can see why that game is annoying. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Uh-huh. Goat Simulator, that's it. Goat like Simulator. That. All right, okay. In your professional opinion, in all the years that you played Nintendo, um, what, uh, which text, which Tetris piece do you think is the sexiest? Remember that research you told me? Okay, I would say probably the, the straight 
four, right? There you go. The long, the long. It's another one. <laughs> the another long, tally. Long. It's very satisfying. You get it, and it clears everything out. Everything else. <laughs> yeah. 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 You were revitalized after yeah. the long, long like, comes uh, and drops uh, it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. All right. So you are an adult film star. Mm-hmm. You're in the room, of course, on the bed. You're already prepared for the scene. <laughs> the lights are fixed on you. The camera fixed on you, mm-hmm. and through the door is your co-star what video game character do you not want that to be not want it to be yes uh, maybe like blanca from- yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get electrocuted dude yeah. blanca yeah. yeah plus blanca likes to eat people yeah. also like bite too on. aggressive yeah too aggressive yeah. all right all right so you're playing online games uh I'm I'm just curious as when uh, let's just say you're playing games with a friend at home. Mm-hmm. What's your go to shit talk word? Hmm. Dingleberry. <laughs> <laughs> just sounds the nicest one to me. You are a hair. You dingleberry. dingleberry. You're a butt crack hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dingleberry. Toilet paper on it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So final question. Um, and this this is just all time cumulative. Mm-hmm. Your favorite video game console system of all time. I really like Zelda Ocarina of Time. Mm. And 64. 64. So I think I'm going to go with that. Nintendo 64. Nintendo 64. I, can that, yeah. I can replay that game a lot. Yeah. Over and over. Yeah. yeah. It is beautiful. Yeah. And I like that controller. I, I miss that. Everyone used to complain about it. Yeah, because it's C-Stick. But I liked it. Oh, you liked it? <laughs> yeah. I don't you like the little yellow buttons? The little C-Stick? Yeah, I liked it. Okay. <laughs> like, I would choose, like, if I could have that in new systems, I would still use it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess for the time it was charming, but I don't. Yeah. I couldn't imagine bringing yeah, it. Yeah, most people hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it to I just like it. Excellent, man. I've never heard that. That's a good thing, though. Yeah. We got to learn, learn new things all the time and status effect. Well, thank you so much, Ahmed, for stopping by. Um, where can everyone find you online? Uh, my website's AhmedBarucha.com. Barucha is B-H-A-R-O-O-C-H-A. Or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Ahmed Barucha. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming, guys. And thanks, everybody at home, uh, for subscribing and listening to Status Effect. Yeah, remember to keep rating. Rating. Uh, Give us them four stars, five stars. Four? Five. Five. Always five. five. I forgot it was a five-star system, like like Uber, actually. Uh, (laughs) Please, five stars, everyone. Uh, Like we just gave you a nice ride. This podcast was a nice ride. It was. The life and times (laughs) of Ahmed Barucha. Yes. All right, man. Thanks so much. Thank you. Later. Steven Kramer Glickman. You guys know me from a TV show Big Time Rush. You may know me as Trevor on Workaholics, but uh, some of you just know me as a comedian. And guess what? Uh, I've got this awesome show. It's called The Nighttime Show, and we're doing it right here on Sideshow Network. You can check out the show live at the Hollywood Improv, but 
Guess what? You can also check out the podcast, Steven, Steven. which is going to be here from now on on the Sideshow Network. It's really, really cool. I'm bringing my entire team, all my all my guys, and some of the most incredible people you've ever met. Uh, look, it's a live late night show. We have uh, we do uh, great stuff, uh, bits, we talk hey, about hey, things Steven. that are happening in the news. Uh, comedians come on the show, rappers come on the show, famous voiceover actors, people from your childhood. It's a very un- unpredictable show. Sometimes it gets uncomfortable, but it's always a lot of fun. All right. Hey, hey Stephen. Yes, Robbie. Stephen, your your car's on fire. Okay. Uh, look, it's uh, the nighttime show is every Wednesday with me, Stephen Kramer Glickman, and if you're in Hollywood. Join us live at the Hollywood Improv for the stage show. Steven, you are Steven, not going to forget it. Steven, uh, check improv.com for uh, more details. Steven, I tried peeing on the fire and it only made it angrier. Why would you pee on the fire? Because I'm trying to put the car out. Robbie, the car is on fire, Steven. Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. Okay, listen, guys. Download, uh, download, rate the show, uh, subscribe on iTunes, or uh, check with us on the Sideshow Network uh, TV slash Nighttime Show. Stephen, hurry! Your Academy Award-winning car is on fire. <laughs> oh my God, Stephen, you're my ride home. I gotta go. My car is Stephen, on fire. Stephen, the fire is angry. My car, my car is on fire. I gotta go.